0: The Ryan Reese Show from Southern California. This is The Ryan Reese Show. Post your questions using at Ryan Reese on his Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Are you ready? I am pumped. (laughs) I am pumped. I got Tommy Green in studio. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, it's been a long time. Yes, it's been a few years. Last time I was with you, we were were out in the parking lot of the radio studio praying, and you were with, who else was with us? It was
1: me, you, yeah, Kellen, my homie Kellen, Kellen, and Brandon, my homie Kellen, Kellen Criswell and Brandon Kennedy, dude, the homies,
0: yes, yes, (laughs) I was trying to remember this little squad, yeah, and we were praying, that was right before the coronavirus and all that,
1: yeah, it was, I mean, it was like a good, gosh, it was 11, 12 months. Months before, was it? Dude, I don't know. when. What year was that? It,
0: dude, everything's kind of a blur over these last hey, couple of years. You know how
1: it's going to be 2022 in like
0: five days? How did this happen? I know. We've oh. been busy. We've been busy. We, we've been b- busy working on a lot of projects. I know you got a lot of projects yeah. going on I want to talk about. But just for the listeners that don't know who Tommy is, Tommy Green is the uh, singer of Sleeping Giant, yes. the band. And you should definitely look it up. Go to just <laughs> Google it. Look it up. And uh, I have a lot of friends there. They'll, they'll send me Like every once in a while Because they know we're friends They'll be in the gym Or whatever And they're like Look at Look what I'm listening to Because <laughs> the music's sick Or skating Or anything Yes Look it up But you also have Other music projects That mm-hmm. you've been working on Yes A couple different projects you got a new app That's going to be uh, amazing That yes. we're going to be talking about mm-hmm. And um, any other things You want to talk about I just want to I want to hear What's going stuff. on Listen You have a lot of fan, You have a huge fan base And people want to know What's in your head so okay. I want and your heart. So I want no. you to just talk about everything that you're working on today, God, everything, and just let's just let the Holy Spirit flow. Okay, well, first off, I would say
1: thank you for real. Thank you for having me on. Um, the, the, my, my big, the big project that brings me out here is um, a, a brand new independent social media app that's based in Utah came to me the last time I was on your show, we talked about my big run and yep. run against traffic yep. to follow up. Because I feel like like a lot of people through the pandemic, through these last couple of years, a lot of us got the wind knocked out of us <clears throat> momentum wise in our life, like so many challenges. We were like guns blazing, let's go. We're going to do all this stuff. Yep. And then the whole world goes into triage. We can't get together. We can't run. We can't do, you know, it's like, it's crazy. And so we were approached by a brand new social media platform called Pivot. And they basically said from December to January 11th for every single free download of this app, Mm -hmm. we're giving a dollar to your foundation. And so I just went on the war path of like, help me promote this thing because most of the people I talk to are super irritated and bummed out and disappointed by the current social media climate and what it's doing to people. Yeah. And it's nice to see from the jump, this company said, we want social media to be something better. We want to take a stand for, um, a predator free zone. We want the good guys into the social media space before all the creeps show up. And we, from the very beginning are going to take a stand and say, social media can be a a force for good. So,
0: but I want before you yeah, go on. But
1: I want to talk about heart stuff. So I'm trying to like do yeah, my like, on, yo, do got, this we thing. We got an hour. So yes. we're going we're gonna to go through everything. Okay. But
0: your foundation, yes. the reason why people need to get behind this and the reason why I'm behind it and, yeah, yeah, Ed yeah. and Sonny and all these other guys is because you have your other non-profit. The non called Run Against Traffic. Yes. So it's a non-profit yes. that you ran uh, all the way from. I
1: ran from the top of Utah to the bottom in 2018. And it was, it was. Uh, 430 miles. It was uh, trying to be. I was trying to do a. Mar- I was trying to do a marathon a day for two weeks, because the goal was the long-term goal was we wanted to start a foundation mm-hmm. that would function kind of like what Lance Armstrong did for cancer research. That fool disqualified himself. Mm-hmm. That foundation is still going, generating yeah. revenue for the cause. And so I thought, well, how do we build a mechanism big enough? to do for human trafficking, what this guy did for cancer. Right. And so I went, well, how do we get people involved? Running teams, cycling teams, people putting their shoes on and going around the block with their dog. Yep. How do I How do I invite everyone in to do this? If I run across the state, would that make it easier for me to look at any human and go, could you do a 5K? Could you do your first race? Could you do something? Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to suffer like a lot of these, in some way I wanted to, to share in in Suffer Camp, Mm -hmm. and then look at people and say, do something. Right. And so that was the beginning journey of Run Against Traffic, was this huge run from the top of Utah to the bottom. And the the vision of it was we want to create a foundation that has enough money and resources where all we do is we do our thing and write checks, because there's a lot of people that want to help. What did I say? Church people would understand it, man. Evangelism is like way sexier than discipleship. Yeah. It's like, oh, we're going to save souls. Well, in human trafficking, that's tight. If you save all the souls, there's nowhere for them to go. Yep. So they're all going to go back. And so it was like, how do we solve that problem? Because Chrissy Green and me, when we first got involved in this, we saw people come out of the situation and we rejoiced and we were so excited. And very shortly it all fell apart because of aftercare. Mm -hmm. So Run Against Traffic's thing was, let's build a mechanism to fund aftercare for right. survivors. Right. That was the point. Yep. And so it was like community involvement and then
0: raising funds. And, so- and there is, there is, I know a lot of different, um, I actually just got back from a human trafficking home in the in, in the middle of America. Yeah. And I have a, several other friends that I've come in contact with that yes. have these different homes. Yep. They rescue them, but it's always about funding. Yes. So they, they do exist, yes. but it's the funds. So Wrong. it's not just about catch, because it's almost like fishing, like a catch and release. Yep. If you don't got somewhere to put the fish or Wrong. the person, they're going to go right back because that's all they know.
1: Well, I was thinking about like this, and I'll, I, maybe I'll say this and that'll help. Yeah. Because I want it to be, you know, encouraging and, and really building up for people that hear this is, mm-hmm. at, the, at the beginning of Acts, this, was, this is where I put it in my brain, is you see Christ heal um, someone through uh, the Apostle Paul. Maybe it's Peter. I can't remember. Can't remember the address. Acts 3. You see a dude and he's he's totally broken down. And by the end of it, God touches this broken life and you see him walking, leaping, and praising God. Mm -hmm. And then he goes into the temple with the others. And so you see people physically healed, emotionally restored, Mm -hmm. spiritually aligned, and going with them, Mm -hmm. like in community. And so to take a broken life that's been manipulated, isolated, coerced, beat down deceived, addicted, all this stuff, and they're totally broken apart. They're shattered souls. People, I think, are really uh, thinking that the minute we get them clear of the blast zone, somehow they're just going to automatically reacclimate. And I think for any of us that have been saved, putting putting our life back together, even in the process of discipleship... Mm -hmm. It takes time, yeah. and we fail, yeah. and that's part of our process. It's like, so, it's like
0: it's like any addiction or drugs or alcohol or stuff. It's like they, they give their life to God, but they still got to go face what they've the yeah. damage they've done over the years, or what damage has been done yeah. to them by other people. Uh, my my personal journey in that respect is like say I'm
1: <clears throat> when I first got really rescued by Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, wow, <laughs> well, so I just wanted to like go with him and i think there's the story of the dude that gets he gets healed in the graveyard i think and he's like let me come with you and and jesus says stay stay here mm-hmm. tell the story here yeah and i think for me that's like part of my journey in the hardcore scene is that A lot of my friends in Redlands, like when we first, when we got saved, we didn't leave. We just stayed, you know, and then we were able to tell the story there. And I think there's a lot of people that when they think rescue, they think salvation, they think being taken out of. And I think there's a lot of people, they have to do the work in the midst of it. Right. So they need support. And so like you said, like there's aftercare facilities in every state in the U.S. Some are awesome. Some are not awesome. True. And there needs to be more that are actually funded and they have the right staff and they can actually help these people long term. And they need a lot of money and a lot of time. Mm -hmm. So that's all. I'm not a pro. I want to, like I said, I want to run and I want to write checks. That's all I want to do because I can't take on this thing and bring it home with my wife and children. I want to make love with my wife and not think of this trauma. I want to look at my children and not be terrified. So I'm like, let the pros do what pros do. I just want to fund it. And so for us, we thought the, these, these machine these racing teams these marathon things like fitness as a whole it's like we can get people involved yeah oh my gosh so many and so we just want to help find the good guys that are doing the best work and get them the resources and so that was kind of the journey but we thought it was going to take a long time
0: yeah
1: COVID hits and like right when it launched dude right when it launched and then what we discovered was a bunch of the predatory behavior skyrocketed Um, online, like 60% of it's on Facebook and like 18% of it's on Instagram and 12% on Snapchat. Like it went digital. And, and I am from the generation where like the internet's not real. Like, you know, like that's not where I'm from. And so I, I was watching this and thinking like, I don't know what to do. And then it was interesting because on my big run and I'll say this, this is connected to like what we've been going through is like, on, as I'm training for this big run, Sleeping Giant had played its last show in February of 2018. I did my big run in October of 2018. Mm-hmm. In May of 2018, my little brother Connor died really suddenly. Mm. And, and I was like shattered by that. And then my wife and I, so me and Chrissy Green, my brother died. Uh, months later, her mom died. And in the midst of that, we had four miscarriages in two years. Dang. So uh, we just got gutted, bro. Like we really, it was like, we stepped into this like fight Yeah. and I'm from this like spot of like, you know, (laughs) I, when Connor passed, you know, I, I, I'm so like, I felt like such a moron for the Lord in some way because I get the call at like 3 a.m. It's my little brother, Ryan. He's sobbing, you know, like Connor's dead, bro. And both me and Chrissy, the first thing we said is like, dude, don't turn anything off until we go pray. And that's not my family's culture. Like they told my dad would make fun of me and call me like a cult leader. Like he's not like a fan of this at all. <laughs> so we're thinking, no, man, like this is a time, like this is time for testimony, bro. Like we're going. And so I remember flying to Boston and I, I, I'm there in front of my little brother and my dad. And I laid across my brother's body and I breathed on him and I prayed and he didn't come back, you know. And yeah. then within a short period of time, you're stepping out by faith. I mean, bro, Jesus said, trying it, dude, like this exactly is what we, this is what we've been training for. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh my gosh, exactly. this is the moment. Like, I'm yeah. like, come on. Yes. And so we, it felt like we just got confronted with death yeah. and death continued to win. Yeah. And, and then the world gets shut down. And so yeah. we just felt like, oh, my gosh, we've lost it. We've lost our opportunity. Like, yeah. we had this story. We had this thing we wanted to do. And now it's like, man, personally and then, you know, globally, what do we do? Yeah. And then on the big run, I met a dude who... In the midst of my run, I'm just broken down. Brian, uh, <laughs> Brian Waltz, we did a podcast last night, and he's like, yeah, I showed up. He came and hung out with me for two days on did the he? run. Yeah, he flew Sick. out, and he met me in the middle of nowhere, Utah. I'd, I'd been running and by like day four or five. Um, I was so broken down my left side just kind of like locked up. And so I was like I walking imagine. all weird. I was like all broken down. It looked horrible. <laughs> and so he showed up, he does like a donut in his rental <laughs> car <laughs> he Gets and he's like, what's up? And I, I was so relieved to just have a friend there. Cause yeah. I, it was, it was just this little crew of us like in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. So he hung out and we just walked and talked for a couple of days. Um, but in the midst of that journey, I, I was in the middle of just some random day. And, um, when I first got saved, I'll say this too. This is like my long way of getting there. Yeah, I had I, I had a dream. Um, I was tormented by nightmares. I saw a lot of, I think spiritual stuff when I was a little kid. Yeah, and then when I got saved, I started dreaming again. Mm-hmm. And I, I would have dreams, and they were so encouraging, almost like from the Lord. Like I felt like I was I was being healed on some level. Um, in in the experience, and I was blown away. So I, I just would receive, I felt like from the Holy Spirit things in dreams. Yeah. Instruction or warning or correction or right. de- healing, like deliverance. I'd get yeah. challenged by yeah. stuff and be like, whoa. And I it would, you know, I felt like it was an avenue where the Lord was speaking to me. Mm-hmm. Um and so I remember I I after my brother died, I remember telling my son, Rada, I was like, dude, we gotta pray. Maybe, maybe we'll see Uncle Connor in like a dream or something. Yeah. And I hadn't seen him at yeah. all. Like day three of the run, day four of the run, I have a dream and I see, I finally have a dream where I'm in a pub with my dad, Mm -hmm. but it's, it's not my dad. Yeah. And there's a dude talking and it's my little brother. And my dad is covered in like tattoos that are like royal, like filigree, like Mm -hmm. it looks like a king. Yeah. And so I'm having this dream and I'm looking and I look over and it's my brother and I'm like, what are you doing here? And he goes, oh, me and this guy, we've been friends for a long time and I pop out of the dream. I'm like, Yo. he's with my father, the king. Oh, they've been friends for a long time. That's Yo. crazy. And I'm like, like, just like, Oh my gosh, like my brother, he's with the Lord. This is so tight. Like, it's and it's the first time I see him. Well then like the next day I'm in the middle of nowhere. And my sister-in-law who's support team, she goes, Hey, there's a couple here. And they brought all these snacks. She says she loves your brother so much. They grew up together and she just wanted to help you. And I'm like, what? So I, I meet this couple and her husband, Zach, is this like rad friend of mine now. But he like ran with me for a day and she made these like cool bumper stickers that were graffiti that my brother used to write oh, and like cool. all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, and so, yeah. so I meet this couple and she's just like, I just I just wanted to help somehow, you know, whatever. Yeah. So that became one of the founders of Pivot. And yep. on that run, he's like, dude, I want to help you somehow. And I, I don't know what to do, but like, I want to help. Yeah. So when they launched this company, he called me, he's like, Hey man, we launched a new company. I'll tell you the details at some other point, but we as a company have decided we're going to help run against traffic, which again, we're thinking we can't run, right. Everything's right. shut down. Yeah, exactly. How, how do, do we it? raise enough money yep. when you need millions of dollars? Yep. Oh, how about if God goes, Hey. Tech money. Yeah. Funding the mission. Right. Oh, okay. So that's like how it all came together is it felt like we were getting decimated, pressured on all sides. Trafficking goes digital right at the same time, an opportunity for a new social media platform to help fight trafficking shows up in our world. And it just felt like, it felt like God was like, I can put you right at the beginning again. I can put you at the tip of the spear if you want to be there. And so it was such an interesting feeling of like, we felt like we were totally lost and he just put us right back in the fight right when so much of it is online. And so that's kind of like what brought us to this thing. But I would say I'm stoked for the partnership between run against traffic to fund aftercare and the partnership with the new social media platform that isn't these other guys that I'm just like over, I'm over them. Right. Like that's tight, but you started with the heart thing, and so I would say...
0: I want to I just stop really quick, because I want to add something yeah. to this. This is all amazing stuff, and I want to encourage people that are in the situation where you are at, where you're about to launch, because I think a lot of people Yo. are in this zone, where they're they're about to launch this New Year stuff, and all of a sudden, coronavirus hits, and all of a sudden, they feel like they just kind of lost momentum, wherever they're at. When you're with God, he's mm-hmm. the divine chess player. Yo. He literally, it could feel like you lost everything, but all it takes one second for God to make one move and he could accomplish more than you could accomplish in a hundred years. Yo. or 200 years. you know yes. what I mean So like as long as you are in tune with God and it feels like He's not working, you just gotta trust the process yes. and let and just keep staying faithful and continue to follow him mm. wherever He wants to take you. And all he has to do, like you said, Hey, I'm gonna send these people out to make some treats. And yeah. you're like, oh, that's cute. Yeah. So people are gonna come out. This nice lady, she loved my brother. She made yeah. some cool stickers. That's awesome. <laughs> and she got some little snacks. Something that doesn't even look relevant yeah. to the situation yeah. or or what it is actually now, this massive app company. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to tell people that are listening, it's like, you got to be very aware and alert to your surroundings. You can miss the moment. Mm. It could be literally right in front of you. Because God, as you're telling me the story, I'm just thinking about how God works. Like, it may look like it's nothing, but God could be making a massive, massive move by, well, just, it's almost like that story of the the kid that showed up. You know, he had uh, two loaves and two fish. And there had to be a big miracle in order to feed. And this, this, this little kid's just like... I got you fish, bro. I got some snacks, bro. I'm right? going to tell you that's been, that was my word over this last season
1: because we feel like, so this is, and I'm, man, I'm so grateful you brought that up. That's totally the Holy ghost, man. The right after that season where we lost the big deal for us was, and I'm saying this because there's a lot of people that feel like it's, it's been hidden. Uh, there's almost like a, a nation of women that are not represented Yep. And there's women all over this country that have miscarriages and they lose pregnancies all the time. And it's like, they don't ever get to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I had no idea how many of my friends had gone through that. Oh yeah. Until yeah. we went yes. through it. And then they're like, yes. dude, we had one two years ago. Oh, we had, and no one talks about it. No. So when we lost, we lost our son, yeah. my son, Riggins and Chrissy was close to like 18, 19 weeks.
0: So, we, the, so we, wait, you had four miscarriages. So one, one, the first one is The First
1: one was right after my brother died. And that was more like a pregnancy. It was like eight, nine weeks. Got it. Got it. Then we get pregnant again, and it's like, he's perfect. I got a video of him moving. Really? We did the cannon launch in front of my family. No. I'm thinking, this is, this is why it's so hard. This is gnarly. I'm thinking, that's right, hell. You take a green, we make a green. Mm-hmm. I have my mm-hmm. mom and my, my stepdad. I have my, my stepmom and my dad, who are my brother's parents. They're there. It's a boy, right? I'm, we launch it. Everything's perfect, and four days later, he's gone. And I'm like, I have to tell my dad and my stepmom, oh, no. Like, so in the the midst of this, we go through that. And then just it's like months after we get done grieving that. Yeah. We get pregnant again. And it's a girl. And 16 weeks. And then gone again. The heart just stops. Again. Yeah. Everything's fine. And then like, no, there's no explanation. And we're just like, what is happening? So in that season of time, and then Chrissy's mom, her mama passes away. So now, when we come back to Redlands, it Dude, feels you guys different now. It's like you it's guys- so crazy. And so I remember the the story. Oh I feel like in that time, this is what the what I feel like God communicated to my heart is what I should say. I, I, the way that I feel like God has given me the the most has mm. been in in the in this story. He He told me when I first got saved. It was like you will be mentored by scripture, and and because I was a bookworm, I would like put myself in every other book I'd read. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And Are when you I were got talking sa- about that earlier, when I you? got saved, it was like yeah. he's
1: like, "You finally found the book that talks back." Yeah. yeah, and I was like, "Whoa!" And so when I started reading, he was like, "You're gonna find yourself in different characters." Mm-hmm. And here's what's cool about how I'll teach you: you can be multiple characters in a story. Mm-hmm. And so what he what he said during that time was. <sighs> there's a, a little boy that brings his lunch to Jesus and he said, sometimes you're like Christ in that story in that you get to really perform something divine for people. It's all God, but it's like, right. you get to, you stand in that position where it looks as if you're the dude doing it. Yeah. You, you make something happen that wasn't there. Right. Like you pray
0: for someone to get healed. Yeah. Right? It's
1: like, you get to be Jesus. Sometimes right. you get to be, um, the disciples where right. he gives you something and you just distribute it to someone else. Right. Right. Sometimes you get to be the crowd, and you're tired and pissed, <laughs>
0: and you don't know what's going yeah, on, yeah.
1: and you need to sit down. Yeah. Sometimes you're the boy where you bring what you have, and Jesus does something with it. Yeah. And then he said, and sometimes you're the lunch.
0: The what? The, <laughs> the lunch, lunch.
1: And you get shattered. <laughs> and I was like, oh. and he's like, but I always get all the broken pieces at the end.
0: Mm-hmm. And gathers yeah, there's a-
1: puts and, and does something, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay. So it's just a season where we were just like shattered.
0: Mm-hmm. Right?
1: Mm-hmm. But I but just like you're saying, like p- give it time. Like I think that what is it Uh, the when you're patient, he said let patience do its thing. Mm-hmm. Cause when that happens you'll be mature, mm-hmm. you'll be whole, mm-hmm. you'll lack nothing. Mm-hmm. So if you'll just be patient in the launch or in the breakdown. God will put all the pieces together in time, mm-hmm. but I'm telling you from like wreckage. Yeah. Dude, yeah. It, it works. Yeah, yeah. So I agree with you. I'm just like, I can't believe you yeah. used that story. Cause yeah. like, that was my, that was the word he like, that was the parable. He's like, mm-hmm. you're going to be
0: mentored in this season by this guy. The other thing that's amazing. And, and one more thing I want to add, because we're going to go to break. <laughs> well, we still got a little bit of time, but I've, I was just talking about the, in Jeremiah about the potter at the wheel. Remember when Jeremiah said, or he said to Jeremiah, go down mm-hmm. and um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to speak to you there. And he sees the potter and he's breaking down the, the vessel because yeah. it didn't turn out the way he wanted it. And he's breaking it down. And he's going to remold it into a new vessel until he gets it right. And I truly believe when I look back at the seasons of our life, because I went through a very shattering thing in my life in the last during the coronavirus as well, but I feel like God mm-hmm. uses us as vessels for certain seasons. Mm. Like you're a vessel, like you were a vessel for the lead singer of Sleeping Giant for a while. Yeah. Then he's like, I'm going to break you down. I'm going to remold you and create you in this new wow. vessel for this 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 traffic project. I'm going to break you down. I'm going to mold you into this new vessel mm. for the, the, was it um, your other video, uh, your other um, new album? Holy- oh, Holy Name. Holy Name yeah, project. project yeah. You know, and now for the app, but he's constantly breaking and remolding yeah. us. Into a vessel, because a vessel is almost like a tool for it's for it's for certain use, right? Mm -hmm. Every vessel has a certain job. But I feel like that's what God does with all of us as Christians is he's constantly breaking and molding us into different instruments for different seasons to get different jobs done. But he has to take you through the breaking process sometimes, yeah. and it hurts. It's painful. Yo. But thank God that the Potter has to put water on the hard clay to mold it and shape it, and that's the living water, yeah. the work of the Holy Spirit to transform us and to wow. renew us yeah. for these for these seasons. So yeah. it's um, I didn't know you went through that much stuff. That is really, Br- really
1: super brutal. I'm trying to like bring gnarly. it out where it's like no, like it, it's when you step into Mm-hmm. this fight. When you really yeah. when we when you really wrestle, man, I, that's what I would say in my heart is like I thought I understood. Mm-hmm. And and without an adequate theology mm-hmm. for how we are supposed to suffer yeah. and how we are supposed to think of death, I I think I I think I took in some answers from church culture that mm-hmm. aren't real. Right. Yeah. And I think when the trouble com- comes, mm-hmm. those uh, good sayings don't don't last they up They don't when, work, bro. Yeah. That it's like, oh, I don't have the answers right on this. Yeah. Not even a little bit. And it's not that's not the point. Yeah. The point is, you know, what's what's really happening. So I'm I'm grateful for it, but it's been um it's been uh brutal. Mm-hmm. And that and it's real. Like it's it's been really Really brutal. And how
0: how long ago was was all that? Like I, the did you, last did one you get, we had was twenty. Was in twenty twenty. So okay. Did you? Is she pregnant again, or did you? So you went. We like th- stopped. Like four,
1: and that yeah. Yeah, we're like done now. Yeah. So we were just like, I can't do this. And a big part of it was looking at Chrissy Green, who yeah is just such a gangster man. Like she's my favorite she's like my favorite human and we're just suckers for hope. So we just kept thinking like, it's going to be okay. Yeah, yeah. And at a certain point, she just, she said to me, I, f- I feel foolish for hoping. Yeah. And it was just like, okay, we have to, we have to stop. Yeah. So in God preaching the gospel, yeah. doing the stuff yeah. and like
0: yeah.
1: feeling lost. Yeah. That's like where we were. Yeah. It's like, dude, I, what? And yeah. so that was our season. Mm-hmm. So in, in, in the midst of it, Glorious and crazy opportunities. Some of the coolest stuff I've ever done. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you about it in terms of like getting to be in a movie with Eric and starting new oh, music yeah, and all this. It's like, it's all this, stuff. It's like, all so the, all this okay. cool stuff. Okay. And in the midst of it, yeah. we're being broken yeah. down. Yeah. Like outwardly renewed and inwardly, you're inwardly renewed and outwardly just like good. Like, Beyond our ability to endure, people need to know
0: this stuff because they think that going out and like they could look at your social media from the outside and be like, "Dude, yeah, he's still sick, bro." But really, what's (laughs) really happening? All the trials and tribulations, and the work that God's doing underneath with you, in order to produce those projects, it's you never know with Mm -hmm. which with, with with what I can't say the words, what someone is going through. Yeah, you don't know. And uh, it's, it's, when you're serving God and you're you're living out your faith, it's not easy. No. I mean, you're going to see highlights. You're going to see these mountaintop experiences. Yep. But then also the enemy is there. Right when they come down for that mountaintop, ex- mountaintop experience, Satan was there. Jesus gets baptized, gets filled with the Holy Spirit. He starts fasting and praying in the desert. Satan shows up to him. Mm-hmm. So you're always going to go through that battle. It's not easy street, but it's all worth it. Yeah, I think so. It's all worth I it. I think so. I, I, but I'm, I'm saying that on the...
1: Trying to come out, army crawling our way out of this season and having some things to look forward to, Mm -hmm. but still really reeling from what we needed to like unlearn. Yeah. And not, not really sure. So that, that's what I would say is like, there's a lot of people that I think we tell each other a lot of like pat answers and we try to like, we try to scripture them down. Mm -hmm. And I think there's a lot of pain that needs to be heard. just Mm -hmm. needs to be heard, Mm -hmm. acknowledged, seen. When that happens for people in the kingdom, I think we become richer. We fellowship in his sufferings. We can actually engage there. And I think it breeds empathy. So I think we would prefer, you know, the the easy religiosity. But I think what Jesus is trying to produce in us is an actual connection. Mm-hmm. To f- it's, it, Chrissy said this was the point in 2020. Uh, they did the shofar blowing, they did Rosh Hashanah, or the New Year, whatever, and they blew the shofar out in the street for the first time. And it was, the blast was a call to repentance, but it was also a call to stop and listen to the pain of the world. And my little brother Connor would say to my family when they'd be getting crazy, hey, be quiet and listen. And it would just kind of like stop everything. That's amazing. So I feel like that's what we need to learn is let's be quiet and listen to the pain Cause he's here, but it hurts like that slower thing.
0: And that's, that's (laughs) where the world's at right now. I was just listening to a radio show today and they were talking about suicides. The number two thing. Why suicide pain, pain pain is going on. We're going to be going Mm. to break right now. Tommy green, Mm. plug your social medias, plug your albums, (laughs) let people know where to go to find your stuff.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Pivot, go to pivot, download the free app right now. I run against traffic.com. Holy name,
0: sleeping giant, Chrissy green, Connor Green forever. Love you guys. (laughs) All right, we'll be back in two minutes right after the break. Peace. More of The Ryan Reese Show. Coming up, post your questions at Ryan Reese on his Instagram, Twitter, and or Facebook. Now, back, back to The Ryan Reese Show. All right, we are back in studio with Tommy Green, the lead singer of Sleeping Giant. I told you download their albums, you won't regret it. And you got Holy Name, which is a new worship album. Yeah, new project. Which is amazing, Thanks, new bro. project, yeah. Uh, before we, uh, we're gonna go into a couple of other things, let's talk about the uh, that new worship project or the new uh, yeah. music project.
1: So it's me and my friend Joe, his name's Joe Holt, um, one of the Rev Kids that's just like a dear friend, he writes all this music. I've I've wrote all these worship songs. Wait, Rev, that's a
0: whole other music project too. No,
1: Rev's just like our
0: ministry. that this group okay.
1: of like a whole bunch of people all okay. over the place. Okay. So, Joe and his wife Shauna uh, live in Minnesota, and I don't know. He's just a little deathcore kid. That's like yeah. awesome. And so I had all these like acoustic songs I've written over the years. And to be honest with you, going through the time of like all the down that we were in, I I literally felt like. I'm going to send you these songs during the, during the Corona lockdown, we had said as a crew, I was like, why don't you guys all just write whatever's on your heart towards the Lord right now? And we'll make like a Corona mixtape and we'll just put it out for our community. Epic, Right. And they were like, cool. But then everyone's like, so like scattered and Uh pressured. And I'm like, dude, we got to go. So (laughs) I borrow. so I I told my brother-in-law, Aaron, his name's Aaron Craner. Um, he's one of my favorite worship people ever. He's like, not of this era. He's like a a country Western guy. He's like like a singer-songwriter for real, but he Mm. loves Jesus. And I was like, let me steal one of your songs. And he's like, okay, I was going to steal it and put it on the last Sleeping Giant record, and we ran out of time. And I was like, dude, but everyone needs to hear this chorus. And he's like, okay. And so um, I stole Fall on Your Knees. And I sent it to Joe, and I was like, "Hey, can we make this heavy?" And he's like, "Yeah." So he started making the song heavy, and then I just sent him some other like songs I had written on the guitar, and said, "You just want to do some of these? Like, we could just turn these into heavy songs. I've had them for like eight years." Yeah. And again, like we were just talking in the break, like during the time where we were going through all this actual like traumatic experiences. Right. I remember telling Chrissy, we would sit in our backyard a lot. We'd sit on these little swings. Our little kids were just like playing, my son's doing video games, and we would just sit and look at each other like shell-shocked, just looking like what is happening. And I told her, I know God is going to be good to us. I know I will watch him be kind, and it doesn't give me my son back, and it doesn't bring my brother back, and I don't know what to do. And we were, I like felt like I'm praying and I can see you be good and I can't feel anything. Like, and I was like a sensor. I could, I could feel and I I couldn't feel anything. I couldn't, it's like I'd talk and it'd be silent. Like I I could see it, but I couldn't experience him in any way. Like it it just was so sucky (laughs) and and Chrissy and me both are just looking at each other like, where are we? Like, we're like... Banner waivers. We're like the people that a lot of people would say, like, look at their faith. They do exactly. a good job. And, yep. and we're looking at each other like, yep. we have nothing right now. Yep. And so I almost felt like I was taking these songs I'd written like eight years ago and just putting them in front of me and trying to hang on to them to pull me back to what I used to feel because I couldn't feel. And so with Holy Name, it was me sending these songs to this this dude who was like a little brother. Almost He was almost like a son in the faith a little bit, just family, this younger kid. And saying, Can, do you want to do anything with these? And he's like, yeah. And he's sick. And so he'd do these renditions and send them back to me. And I'd be like, bro, these are awesome. And then I'd sing on them. And and it was just me and Joey. Like, it was like, we were just Dude, doing this thing. Amazing. And so it's, that's amazing. it's helped keep me alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a lot of it is written from a former season. It was when I was in love, yeah, right? And now yeah. I'm like numb. Like, uh-huh. man, I, I used to really feel like this. And so yeah. that's kind of <laughs> where Holy so Name awesome. was. And so it's... We put out a couple songs by ourselves and then JD from Face Down like messaged me and was like, hey, do you guys have any more? And I was like, "Uh, yeah, we have a few, you know. And so we got signed and um, we're just putting out singles until we get to like a full length. And I believe we're going to have a full length out first or second quarter of this next year. And it's really just been similar to going on Instagram live the minute we went into lockdown. I felt like I wanted to encourage people because I was just watching all this bad news. And I felt like, bro, let's stay focused, even though I don't even know what to do. (laughs) So I went like, let's just try. So maybe it's just a bridge to help people through this last time, but I'm grateful for it. The, the sound of Holy name, I'm grateful for what we're, what we're putting out. And um, hopefully it helps give people some more encouragement wow, the next group of young kids are coming up from wherever they're yeah, coming up. Like, uh-huh. I just can't wait to yeah. see what that next wave is going to look like. Um, but in the meantime, we just did that. So Holy Name is more like praise or devotion or worship. Yeah. You know, and yeah. it's more like singy than it is like
0: heavy, but yeah. it's still pretty stinking heavy. It's, for he- sure. it's, heavy. it's heavy. It's still heavy. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll figure it out. You know, when I was talking to you, you're like, yeah, you know, it has some pretty singing stuff on it. So I turn around, I'm like, this is still heavy. <laughs> Yeah, it's
1: still a thing. That's a that's Joe. Joe's like, dude, I want you to be able to like worship, you know, and like we can do worship, but
0: then I just want to like kick walls. And I was yeah. like, okay, tight. that's so tight. No, it's, it's we should amazing. do that. Well, hey, you guys could go download that too yeah. as well. So yeah, uh, so you're still uh, putting out songs for it, or is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We right now we're kind of in this lag where we we have a few
1: that are getting. Sent back and forth between the producer and us, and we're we're gonna get everything over to JD. So I don't. I, we might release one more before the full length comes mm-hmm. out. Or we might just make people wait for another month or two. Are then, you gonna perform it live? I don't know, man. It's so like theatrical and like beautiful to mm-hmm. me that it. I need like a choir of twenty people, and I need like I need a it. It ha- it'd be a s- experience, and I, I don't know if we could. I I don't trust myself to pull it off well, so. I don't know. But yeah. I would love to. I'd let's love to house, watch people sing. Let's it. house it here. Do it. We got we got a good we got a good <laughs> side. We got a good sound system. Remember and- yo, you remember when we played here? <laughs> yeah. and my homie Charles Jones showed up. Do you remember him? He's a piano prodigy. He yeah, came yeah, yeah. up on stage, started singing with us. He um he's my favorite. I would have him sing in holy name for sure. He would be so tight. I,
0: I do remember uh, when you were here, we actually got um we got barricades. It we're actually at Diamond Bar, uh, Calvary Temple Diamond Bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had barricades, um, and we had a full-on pit. There was a little <laughs> like a full-on pit, and it's funny because I saw all the pastors and stuff here because like they're, they're everyone here. My dad's radical, you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. A pit, whatever, it's all good. Um, but when uh, I, then I seen some girl, I think it was someone that was connected to Sonny, one of their friends. Uh, this girl she got up on stage and she did a stage dive yes, and she dove and all the kids she's you know, she's like a, a little bit, uh, older larger girl <laughs> and uh, Jumped off and all the kids moved <laughs> They're like, oh, no, dude. Yeah right to her floor She got broke up and they're like dude. Did you see that girl jump up? I'm like who and then it ends up I was telling the story and it was one of Sonny's friends. She was like that was me I'm like, how <laughs> could you jump off these poor little kids but nine-year-old nine kids just oh? But what I what I love exactly, and then I love the fact that uh, I always tell this story where, where every time you're on the uh, the show, is that you did that you, you did uh, that one worship song at the end, and dude, all the pastors and all the, like the leadership here were just blown away, yeah, because they've never seen at a hardcore show because they saw the pit, people jumping, people having the time of their life, everyone's excited, yeah. you know, yeah. But then at the end, uh, what was it was the the oh, praises, praise him, yeah, yeah. yeah. You started playing that song, and literally. Dude, all the older pastors and people were like, that was incredible. Whoa. They're like, that was, and, and they just <laughs> kept worshiping. And they were like, that was like the talk around here, because we've done a lot of concerts here. Wow. But that was the talk around this church, like, man, that we've never seen so many young people, all these hardcore kids just worshiping yeah. in this church. And it was packed. Yeah. It was packed with thousands of people. And, and they were uh, blown away. And, and they were like, we didn't know. And th- what was blown away to them is they like, we didn't know that you could worship like that. You could do that. Yeah, and that exactly. was such yeah. a that's the, radical... That's the and they've always been behind mm. what we've done here, but what you guys did here with that song that night, mm. it was such a... That's cool. It's just awesome. I'm all choked up right now. <laughs> thinking about it, But it's just awesome now. The Holy Spirit does that kind of stuff. He just <laughs> breaks through, and you can't put God in a box. No. You know what I mean? No. It's true. If you're true yeah. worshiping Him, it doesn't matter how you're worshiping mm. Him. And God showed up in a powerful way, so... <laughs> Thank you for that. It was awesome. Yeah, that was tight. Well, we have 16 minutes left. We're all crying over here. <laughs> I don't know, man. What do you wanna what do you want to talk about? <laughs> yeah, dude. That's tight. It's good. Well,
1: um, what do, what do I want to talk about? Brian was yelling at me last night. Oh, yeah, with Head. I did an interview with Head last night, so I have to keep saying this. Everyone, please stop what you're doing right now. Go to the app store. Download oh, yeah. Pivot for free. Yeah. Our goal yeah. is to get hundred thousand downloads so oh, that yeah. Pivot so, that Pivot will write a check to run against traffic's yes. foundation for $100,000. i am just trying to get a big, happy Gilmore size check. Let's, okay, yes. So, listen,
0: <laughs> let's do that, everyone. Go From- download right now. If you're listening to this podcast, pause. Yeah. Go download it. If you're on the radio, pull Pivot. over. Pivot. P y v o t t. Show it to this camera over here. Pivot. This guy. P y v o t t. Yeah. Get it. Download it, looks it. Like that. Hey, let's let's actually talk about this. So yes. so what should we expect on this app?
1: So right now it looks a lot like your Instagram timeline. Okay. The, the, so it's gonna look. It's gonna be a
0: social media platform. Total to connect social media platform. And, yeah. and have it house yeah, one stop shop.
1: Videos and um. Well, here's what I'll say. Here's the here's the free v- speech or what? Yes. Okay. The, good. The point is, um when this thing is as fully formed what, it'll, what it will what how it will function is and the, the culture is you're in charge of you yeah. I'm in charge of me yeah there's not going to be the same corporate agenda left right or center like it's just it's like we put the power of social media back in your hands so say i like you and you like me right. and you like my kids and you like pictures of me with the band but i'm like pro republican i'm pro-democrat i'm a christian i'm an anti-christian whatever it's like the way this will look is essentially like you see a picture of me and sleeping giant and you'll swipe right i like that picture see a picture of me with my wife and family swipe right see some picture of me like yada 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 whatever it is you swipe left and the algorithm goes oh you don't like that right i like everything else but i just don't want to see that so it just focuses it yeah it's like yo and then it says okay so when it comes to Maybe their politics stuff, less of that, right. but you still want to stay connected. You still want to sell it. It's yes. like, how do we do real relationship? It's like, Oh, I like this stuff. Maybe I just don't like that as much, but instead of blocking, it, and it's unfriending like a conversation.
0: Like when you meet, when like I have one of my friends, I'm, I I do uh, footwear with up in LA, he, we'll be talking and he's not, he's not a politic guy. Mm-hmm. So we talk about everything else, but we don't do the politic thing. Yeah. Right. So it's just really – it's How just, do we stay connected, man? Yeah. It's it,
1: it it's trying to imitate how stuff actually goes down. How it actually works. How it actually works. And that way yeah. people can get back to why they got onto social media in the first place, which, dude, at its best, it's so tight to see like dope photos of stuff and the world gets bigger. You get to see your friends from all over the country and say yeah. happy birthday. celebrate stuff like – So if you like Twitter more than IG, you can customize your timeline for just words. If you like pictures more, you can do just pictures. Like it. You want to add a song in your background and a video in your back. Like you get to customize it. So we're trying to put all the control back in the hands of the user, and our job is to facilitate a a beautiful experience. But then for brands and social media influencers or shows yeah. or whatever. It's yeah. like the, the the thing that I think is actually going to set it apart is customizable feeds. So if you follow The Ryan Reese Show on Facebook, yeah. um, he puts an ad out. There's a very good chance it's going to get buried in the algorithm yeah. or he's going to have to pay a bunch of money for all of the people that actually want to follow you to right. even see it. Right. Well, with Pivot, you can build a customizable feed that just is hashtag The Ryan Reese Show. Yeah. And everyone that opts into that feed will see all of your stuff. Perfect. You don't have to pay to play. Right. So yeah. we're trying yeah. to change the game for people that want to do their work online right so they don't have to compete in the same way and so without cluttering up all the stuff it's like you can it's why TikTok is winning in a lot of ways is you could be nobody from nowhere Mm -hmm. and you could still make a splash yeah right and so organic reach is still a thing the functionality is still a thing and we're at the beginning of this really cool journey so so when did it launch it launched does we're at the end of the soft launch right now like we started September Really, like I think we're going to be closer to all the functionality that we want over the next month or so. So everyone that logs in, it's like you're at the beginning of the journey. For all intents and purposes, you could take the last 20 Instagram posts you put and just put them on Pivot. Or what I've been telling people is make it different. Like Sleeping Giant's Pivot account is going to be a memory wall for the fans. Cool. As opposed to just like, hey, buy our shirt. It's like, no, yeah, no, yeah. like you guys share with us your favorite stuff, that's and that's cool. gonna be like, like the place. So if you've got something you haven't done in other social media spaces, yeah. try it out here. Like we want it to be special. Yeah, I, I just don't want it, it. I want it to be beautiful. I want it to make people happy. Yeah. and so I just think there's all these people who are like they're stuck doing it one kind of way. Yeah. So come and, you know, I like that. make it a little different. So, you know, if you, if you do stuff, photography, video, if you just feel like you've been lost because there's all these other people and you're at the back of the line, you can begin again here. So when we've talked to brands and, and influencers and people that see it, they're so pumped because they're like, this, this really, this is a good thing. And we're like, yeah, for sure. Talking with like companies and marketing people and influencers that want to put stuff out. Pivot. That's a, that's like a skate. Uh,
0: name i yeah, know it looks like t-
1: it looks dope i'm like a big fan i'm like yeah that's pretty tight bro there it is dude plus um it's fun to play with plus i don't know i just feel like people use it all the time yeah they say it all the time in their language now yeah. when it comes up i'm like see like uh, that's it's got the time yeah, yeah it's yeah. like well you know then we just had to pivot and we had to do that and i'm like yeah you did that's right yeah. you did yeah, <laughs> <So>
0: yeah. <laughs> no i so, like it we're gonna we're gonna get the whosoever set up it'd be oh, really cool to lucas get that going
1: Yeah. Make it cool. I don't know what other things. And I would say that like totally honestly, like there's ways that it has to work in other spots, but take your time. And we've talked with some homies that do, uh, off-road and racing stuff. Yeah. Um, amazing friends of mine. And they're, I mean, they're kind of a big deal. And they were like, bro, I wish sometimes I could go back and kind of start my stuff over. And oh, we were like, yo, got it, got it. he's like, we have all these old school, like raw footage photos of ours and like really raw video. And I'm like, why don't you just do that here? Like you're doing everything else other places.
0: Because Then then that's going to make people want to go to that section. Yeah. We want to do different. exclusive stuff. It's right. like, if you did it, if not, why leave
1: Instagram? What? Yeah, yeah. Because, and people talk all the, well, I just wish we, it's like, well, leave. Yeah. Right? It's yeah. like, okay, well, now put your money where your mouth is, man. Yeah. You're all tired of the, yeah. the big dogs over here telling you what to do. It's like, yeah. we'll do something. Yeah. But now we're trying to give people a, a chance. But I would just say for people that are yeah. curating, make, make the whosoever space. Yeah. Make, make your show space. Make it, like, special. Do, yeah. do something fun there, you know? Yeah. Take your time. Like, we have time. We're going to disrupt this whole thing. It's going to yeah. be awesome. So. I like it.
0: Okay. Sick. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, so at the end of the show, since we have 10 minutes left. Oh, we do? Yeah how do you want to encourage people? Um, Mm. How do you want to encourage people that are going through, you know, everything that we've been talking about on the show, we know that since the coronavirus hit, it disrupted everything. It literally put a stop to a lot of people's projects. I mean, think about the musicians. I have a musician that just launched. um, She just launched her album and she was on tour. And I think she was like four tour dates in and then had to be sent home. I mean, how many people with her launch, But let's talk about people with their business projects or their restaurants or their, you know, barber shops or who knows, you know, who knows what everyone was doing, some kind of launch and all of a sudden everything got put on hold and Mm -hmm. a lot of people lost a lot of stuff or they found themselves, you know, in fights with their husband and their wife or stuck at home with their kids or depression came in, their addiction levels went back up. They got, they got introduced to suicide and depression because of life circumstances. People that are just in a place that need hope. What would you say to them and what can they do yeah. to get out of this rut?
1: Yeah, I would say two things. So two things right off the top. The first is <laughs> um, people are really traumatized. It, trauma lands in a weird place. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying this as like a person that deals with traumatized humans or deals in that space, like the mm-hmm. friends that you have, slave to mm-hmm. nothing or any of these other people. It's like, dude, people that are really hurting do very strange things, right? So if you're in trauma, get help. Mm-hmm. Like there's help out there. And I, my homie Joe Dennis is like an amazing trauma therapist and he loves the Lord. And this is what he says. His favorite book in the Bible is Ecclesiastes. And he says, because and the dude that deals with heavy-duty stuff, he says, yeah, he says, because ultimately, like, you know, life is kind of meaningless. He -hmm. said, but here's the beauty. God has given us, essentially, the ability to create meaning. Hmm. And like, I think it's like Ephesians, the eyes of our understanding. That ability in human, our soul, this gift, this image-bearing gift that God gives us, the ability gosh to reflect something we we get to decide what things mean and so if you have a hard time finding meaning right now mm-hmm. understand that you are hardwired to create meaning even where there's none mm-hmm. and that's it's that same muscle that hurts us is the same muscle that actually we flip the script on and then we can create healing out of those same thing so i would say get help the second thing is you need to know that we are humans and we are designed to stay connected mm-hmm. but we suck at it bro mm-hmm. and we were not taught how to connect so i would say talk to Some of my friends are Dr. Glenn and Phyllis Hill, and they have a book called The Connection Codes Mm -hmm. about the science of how God made us to connect. Mm -hmm. And we are disconnected. We don't know how to actually remain connected when we're flooded with fear and hurt, shame and loneliness and panic. Mm -hmm. And so there's help out there. That's what Mm -hmm. I'd say first off. Mm -hmm. But um, what I think you said something earlier, for the people that are in the midst of this and they don't know what to do, you said... As you were talking, I'm just watching, like, how did God move? I'm thinking, how is God moving? Mm-hmm. And I think for a lot of people that are under the pressure of, like, I thought it was going to work. Yeah. And now, yeah, yeah. I think collaborate. Mm-hmm. Look for who you can help. Look mm-hmm. for who you can partner with. Look for who is available. Because I think some of the stuff, like, we get so locked into, like, it's supposed to look like this. Yeah. And yeah. then, bam. And yeah. now we're like, We have to we have to create something new, Mm -hmm. and so I would say if you can create a new story, what the the real word I could tell you this is like this. I got two words of the Lord. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The first was about the little boy with his lunch, and the second one was connected to um, the story where Jesus basically says, you know, if if you don't if you don't likewise repent, you too will perish, Mm -hmm. and so. I like those two words. They're pretty crazy. (laughs) Like this was the story that I, this is what I had though. So I'm thinking of the story. If you don't repent, right. Right. To change your thought about a thing, to change your direction about a thing, you will perish. You will, you'll waste, you'll burn, you know, that, that, the imagery. And so this is what I felt like the Holy spirit said in that time. (sighs) If you don't change your mind, you will waste your time. Mm -hmm. If you don't, if, if you don't change the way you're thinking, you will burn up this opportunity. Mm. But then what it, when it like really got diluted down, it was, you can have your story or you can have your future, and you do not get them both. Mm. And so for a lot of people, they have a really bad story happening mm-hmm. about all this stuff right now, mm-hmm. and God is giving us the ability to repent, to change our mind. This is the greatest moment of my whole life. I'm alive today. Anything is possible. I believe God. Any of these things are just as true as this is so stupid. I was about to start a tour. No, I can't even do it. Or my business is down, or like I'm losing all this money, or like, God, I hate being at my house. Like, Mm -hmm. you got a crappy story, man. You better you can drop that story and have the future, or you can stay in your story. But that was like this correction that came to me was God was like, in the midst of all the death. Like-
0: I, I truly believe, as you're talking, I, I really believe that he, uh, he it's, it's funny the name, Pivot. Yeah. <laughs> he's literally pivoting people for a new work on what he's going to be doing now because the world has changed. Yes. The world is, it's, uh, you know, I want everything to go back to normal. Um, it's not going to go back to normal. Yo. Because the normal, that's not, that doesn't exist anymore. Wow. Um, peep, why? Because people have, their whole mentality has changed. They've been programmed by media. Yep. You know, we could go on about the fear and the, you know, mm-hmm. people are scared of their shadows and all this stuff. And people are get, getting jabbed and all those different things mm-hmm. in their body. And who knows how much that bo- your body can take until you fall apart. Yeah. Or is that is the stuff even working? People are still getting the virus. Mm-hmm. So, with all that said, without getting into all those details, sure. People's minds are like, Do I get it? Do I not get it? Is it gonna hurt me? Did it hurt me? Yeah. But if I get it, it's not working. My friend just got the the cr- so the world is not going to go back to normal anytime soon. You could see the no. government they're trying to fix it. Yeah. But it's not getting fixed. Mm. So the world that we've known and the mentality is not going to be the same. So God we have to see what God wants to do in our life now so we can we could uh, be available to be used at these times cuz yeah. it's going to be a different work. Yeah. The way we do ministry yes. and the way we live our lives it's yeah. going to be different and you know, like you know, oh. I'm in Idaho right now. Like, no one wears masks. Okay, so it's normal. It's normal when it looks like on that level. But the mentality, no, inside there's it. still there, there's still yep. stuff going on God, that's in really the good. in the world. No, it's true, man. Like, but but we have to. We can't look like it's going to go back to normal. Like God's repositioning. Yeah, he's repositioning his church and people to do a new move of the spirit, a new work, a new revival. But it's going to be different. It's not going to be done the way, yeah. you know. Well, I would say, too, you know, we have a, we have a, we have a picture. We, oh, we have, have one minute and 50 seconds. Yeah, later. we
1: have a picture in Scripture. Here's what it is. Yeah. You're stepping out on the water. You're, if you're walking with Christ, you're already walking in a miraculous way. Right. If you look down at the ocean, you will sink. Right. If you look up and catch the eyes of Christ in this moment, yes. He will direct you where you're supposed to go. So you can be fascinated with the chaos... Right. Or you could be fascinated with Christ. And I think if we, if we intend to look at him or stay focused on him in your day-to-day life, you will, you will end up preserving peace. Like I said, you know, keep your mind in perfect peace when you're set on him. Yep. Um, I sent that to Fixed Austin. Yep. And so, so just thinking about that for people, I like the idea of if he's doing all this, you can be focused on the chaos or you can stay focused on Jesus. You can stay focused on the practice of looking for him. Yep. And if you do that, I think you're going to make it through. And you might look like this miraculous story, but it's not about that. Just, just keep your eyes on him. That's yeah. It. So I like what you're saying. Dude, that's amazing. Yeah.
0: That is definitely amazing. And that is definitely a good note to close the show with. <laughs> keep your eye on Jesus. Please. No matter what. Don't be fascinated. You could see the storm. Yep. Yeah. We see the unrest, mm-hmm. but that's. Not important because he is the king. Mm. He is the Messiah. He calls the shots. Mm. Keep your eyes on him. And we are his masterpiece. And we have to go after our future, not our story. Yes. Can't live in the past because you're not going that direction. Mm. You're going forward. And he knows where you're going because the word is the lamp to our feet. And he yeah. will lead and guide us. All right, Tommy. Tommy. Thank you. Tommy Green, Bro, lead you. singer lean, lean slinger. Lead slinger. Lead singer of Sleeping Giant. Yes, thank you. Get Pivot, the app, yes. and download all of his albums. <laughs> I love you, man. Thank you for being love on, you man. you, too. Thank you very much. All right, brother. Peace. This has been The Ryan Reese Show. To connect and find out more about Ryan, click on ryan-reese.com. Check us out next Saturday at 9 p.m. for The Ryan Reese Show.